Hi, everybody. Welcome to another version of the Bruce Singer podcast. I'm Bruce Singer, your host. I want to share a bit about the podcast. Uh, it's designed to be storytelling, inspiring, uh, value content. There's no selling here. That, that's not the objective. And the focus of the podcast, if you look at my background, it's about food. It's food tech, agriculture, uh, right across the entire food value chain, alternative protein, financing in the space, anything to do with that. And a bit about myself. I am the founder and CEO of Canada CFOs, which provides for early stage companies and beyond, a little bit beyond, uh, fractional CFOs to help them grow, help them with their journey on the finance side. Again, the same space, food, food tech, alternative proteins, agri-food, and again, across the food value chain. And I'm very excited about this podcast. We're actually doing a special series with the XPRIZE organization uh, on their Feed the Billion program. And um, one of the things we did, we made it, we made a, like I said, it's a special series and, and we're going to uh, talk about what they do. In addition, they have a $15 million prize under the Feed the Villian program. And we're going to have on the podcast, all the finalists uh, sharing their stories and, and how, what they're doing and how they're contributing to the world and the uh, and sustainability and resiliency and food, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's very exciting. So don't go away. You'll have a very interesting podcast today. And I'm very excited to have on our guest today, uh, Surly from TF Tuck. And I'm going to tell you a bit about Surly. Surly, welcome to the podcast. Awesome to have you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So I'm going to tell you a bit about Surly. She's the food research director at TF Tuck, which is essentially she's the lead project manager on the XPRIZE Feed the Billion program for, for TF Tuck. And she's going to tell you exactly what TF Tuck, what TF Tuck does. It's a contract research organization. Again, she'll tell you more. Uh, this podcast, uh, Surly is in Estonia. <laughs> so we're doing this long distance. And that's where the head office is in Estonia. And she's actually a PhD in food technology. But to keep this simple, her her focus and her career is focused regarding how food tastes. Okay, so dealing in alternative protein, I'm dying to know because that's a, one of the challenges in in that new. It's the new. It's it, what do I want to say? It it's the new. It's a new thing. It's a new thing going on in food in alternative protein. We're creating a whole new uh, a whole new food system. And um, so again, welcome to the podcast. And I'd like to start by sharing. Uh, can you share uh, what is actually TF Tuck? What is actually TF Tuck? Tell, tell us about the organization exactly. What its goal, its mandate, what, what's involved? Yeah. So uh, TF Tuck is a, a contract research organization, and it is now. It was established uh, even more than twenty years ago now, and we have more than hundred people working there. And yeah. we are working in the fields of uh, food and biotech. And in recent years, one of our main focuses has been to look for how to make food system more sustainable and what could be the alternative sources for protein. And uh, we are actually working with different types of protein, starting from plants, insects, but also fermentation enabled. We are doing biomass fermentation, precision fermentation. So uh, different, different topics. And uh, we conduct also different research projects, but our aim actually is to bring the research into the market. So we collaborate a lot with different companies, help to develop uh, technologies in lab scale, but also help all the companies to scale it up, up to the industrial level, work with the consumers and get feedback from, from them as well. So, so if, if we understand correctly, it's it's the R and D phase, or taking it with R and D and even beyond R and D. It's taking them right to the point where to get it to get it in the hands of consumer. Is that the journey? Is that the journey that that your, your organization does? 
yeah, so we have to scale it up and up to the level to really help it implement in their production units. And uh, we also, during the development, we co-create products together with the consumers. So uh, we have consumer panels, we can help out with packaging, help to determine shelf life. So really help the companies starting from the idea phase and really up to a package product in the shelves of a supermarket. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. So I want to take a step back. We're going to come back to TF talking yourself, but I want to talk about you. Okay. Because uh, 20 years ago or 10 years ago, this, this was never heard of. <laughs> this is all new stuff. Okay. Can you share your, your story? Your story. Yeah. It goes back before your, you know, your, your, before you, how did you become a PhD? Why a PhD? Why focusing on tech? I'd love to, love to hear your story, how, how you got involved in this. Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, actually, I think after graduating high school, I didn't have very clear vision in my mind what I want to be and what I want to achieve in my life. And I would rather say that uh, I was guided towards uh, food technology. And so I went to study in first in bachelor and then in, in uh, master's degree. And uh, after graduating, I actually went to an industry for a while. So I worked in a uh, international brewery, but I'm not sure what it actually was. Uh, but at one point, I really felt that I wanted to go into more deep into food uh, technologies. And actually, even working in the brewery, I was developing products on a daily basis. So my days were full with tasting, tasting, tasting. And so I kind of continued my journey in, in the BHD studies where I focused on tasting, but uh, really on, on a level that I wanted to understand what are the molecules behind different tastes. And if we know the molecules behind taste, we also know how to direct it, how to modify it, how to make it better, how to take out something or how to add something to to yeah to optimize uh, how pe what people or the consumers uh, finally perceive in their mouth interesting so let's talk about okay so now now you you're that you're in charge of food taste at at your organization um I want to talk about Xprize because this is a very significant scenario this is a this is this is a total purse prize of $15 million US, you know, which is not, they don't just give it away. <laughs> you know? There's a process here. I think when we spoke, it's not, it's a long one. And can you share with the, with the listeners, how did you get involved? How does it start? What is, what is the X prize journey with you and TF Tuck? I'd, we'd love mm -hmm. to hear that. So I think it started already in 2020. And by that time, uh, we had been working for quite a few years already with alternative protein solutions. And I would say it was a bit of coincidence. I haven't been trying to memorize where we heard about the competition. I guess it was somewhere from the social media where we saw that this kind of competition is, is starting. And uh, it seemed like a challenge we would like to accept. And... So we looked at the criteria. I'm not sure who knows uh, about it, but XPRIZE is about developing fish or chicken will fillet. Correct. And uh, we really just considered uh, 
which kind of products we want to develop during this competition. And at this point, we felt like fish is a big, bigger challenge. It, by, at that time, I think there were no fish fillets on the market. And so we were kind of thinking that if we are accepting this challenge, maybe we, we should uh, even make it uh, more harder or difficult more for challenging. ourselves. And, uh, <laughs> and selecting the more challenging uh, things I to get it. develop. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that, is, uh, that is how it started. And as we were mainly working with uh, plant proteins, and we had already expertise in that area, so it was a logic choice for us really to start working with plant proteins and trying to make fish fillet out of it. And okay, so you did that, and now you—I guess you submitted your app. You submitted what you had to do to X Prize. So it started somewhere. And how can you, can you share? How does the how does the process work? Like, how'd you get to being a how'd you get to being a finalist? Again, no trade secrets, <laughs> you know. <laughs> just things you're you're able to share it because we don't want to trade trade secrets here. How did you? How did you? What's it like? What's the journey like being a finalist? Is it meeting? Is it meetings? Is it? You know. Yeah. So it started actually uh, with a project application based on what uh, semi finalists were selected, and uh, we have done a lot of work since the beginning. And if you think. Um, that fish fillet really is a challenge. And we have actually divided it into different uh, subtopics. So let's say, for example, the one thing that we have been and are still uh, working to improve is the taste uh, part of the fish. Yeah. But besides, very important thing also is the texture of a fish and texture of right. a fish fillet. And it, is, it maybe seems easy, but actually it is, kind of difficult to have really a fish filler like texture because it is much easier to get uh, products which are like mince type, like burgers or that kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really to have the fishy texture, this is a challenge of its own. And the third thing, what we have to work as well, is that it has to look as a fish filler itself. Right. So the 3D appearance of our products really to resemble the real salmon fillet. So um, when we put all these three things together, we get an ideal fish fillet, but, uh, but we are working uh, with all these three aspects, let's say as a separate workflows. So mm -hmm. we think how to optimize the taste, how we can get the real texture and how we can get the real appearance. And I think one of the strengths of TFTAC is that we have a house filled with scientists, specialists with different competences. So we can uh, combine different types of people, people who are working with aroma molecules, who know how to get this volatile part and all the good taste. We have people who are working with extrusion technologies, so really to develop uh, uh, extrudates or the plant protein pieces that has texture uh, like fish does. Mm -hmm. And we have also some engineers who help us to design the 3D appearance. And as this product has to be industrially producible, 
we always have to think about the capabilities that we, we it's not enough that we do this sample in lab scale just using our beer hands we have to develop technology that is really scalable and it could be scalable and produced in a way that the cost of the production is yeah. something that consumers well, yeah. can actually tolerate well, well, so yeah. this so so you talked about the taste the taste again i'm curious is it just do you taste food all day like how does one determine is it is it you bring in a bunch of people <laughs> like how does it how do you how do you how do you qualify how do you get to the how do you get to the final and or you maybe never get to the final end product how do you get to the product that you know mm -hmm. consumers are going to like yeah i i yeah. i could say that uh i could say that our task is in that sense easy that we have to imitate salmon fillet, so we actually know what we have to achieve. And um, regarding the taste, we are very regularly tasting the real salmon fillet. And in TFTAC, we have also expert panels who have been trained to really identify different sensory properties that we can use uh, people as quantitative uh, for quantitative analytics so we use people as equipment so they would actually quantify what is the level of sourness or what is the level of uh, fattiness or what is the level of uh, marine or fish like aromas oh, well so so you do it and then if you depending on the test you keep going back and back and forth is that how it works back until you get to yeah. until you get to the thumbs up i guess is the thumbs up yeah. Yes, and actually, if we are tasting, we are tasting every week some new prototypes with some improved properties, and very often we actually are really we are feel that we have improved a lot, but we really need to have the salmon fillet besides us all the time because uh, if you just taste all the time the plant based or the alternative products, you kind of. Uh, forget what the real salmon tastes like so you have to memorize it all the time and and really compare it and then you know that oh this texture is uh, a bit uh, tougher or so you can really compare and you can really make some changes to get it more similar and similar with each change and each week i just i just had a question because i'm a finance person when you talk to me i would think it's very is it capital intensive? I mean, back and forth. You gotta really. There's got to be a huge investment to get to to get to this point. Is is that a fair statement? It's not like a simple little thing. It, it's it's a huge. Yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of capital needed to get to this. It is. It is. It, it, it needs a lot of human resources. But yeah. besides the uh, human and people who are tasting it, we have also analytical equipment. So. Uh, when we started, we have actually measured what are the molecules that are giving fish its fishy aroma and taste. So we have identified these molecules by using different instruments. And we have also compared instrumentary, for example, the texture of the fish. So we have uh, done a lot of mapping of the real salmon to 
know it inside out on a molecular level right. and so we can really work wow. on putting wow. it back together well it's 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 unbelievable it, it's so many parts to it the, the science behind it like there so want to talk okay so we're here today in your opinion what does the future when you look at our food system and sustainability and alternative what does the future look like is this a product that will be accepted by the consumer like like i, I want to know your vision on how you see how you see how you see the future playing out just in 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 in, in this space and then i want to talk about i want to talk about what happens if you win the money <laughs> that's another <laughs> that's a, but let's talk about just just the future of this space. How, how do you see things? Yeah, so I think uh, there are a lot of different protein sources that researchers, different companies are working with. So I would say that plant proteins from one point are the most uh, emerged or most developed technologies. If we look what we can currently buy from a supermarket, most of the products are, are plant-based. But what maybe very interesting for me as well is that if it, if you think about the taste of the products and of course we have to make products that really are tasty and then we can attract a larger amount of consumers and if we talk about plants then the problem that we have to solve very often is that uh, if we want to make fish from pea protein it kind of wants to taste like pea so from one side we have to get rid of the plant notes, which are green or pea-like. And I have really seen as a scientist that this is a field that is getting more and more attention. So also breeding and selecting the varieties that yeah. have the best sensory properties. So in the product development phase, you don't have to work so much on masking and using different technologies to get rid of the molecules. So it's better to start from the beginning of the process. Uh, but also there are uh, new uh, emerging proteins as well. So a lot of things are going on in microprotein, also precision fermented protein. So producing food in bioreactors is something that also uh, makes makes sense and I think it's getting more and more important because in that case you can really produce uh, food high quality protein all around the world even in the places uh, where you don't have supportive climate conditions or you don't have uh, agricultural mm. lands and and so on uh, but I think that the younger generation is actually already caring a lot on the environment, on the ethical uh, questions, and more and more youngsters are actually looking for alternatives to animal proteins. So I think part of this change is already happening due to the um, uh, change of generations and younger people uh, uh, growing up already uh, understanding the issues and uh, worrying more and caring more about environment, animals, ethics, and and so on. Well, interesting. So let's let's thank you. So let's talk about what happens if uh, if your business, if your company wins the prize. Are you able to share? Like, what is the future? You, I guess you got to assume you will. I, I guess that's the otherwise it'd be self defeating. So you got to. What does the future look like for, for the business, for the company? What does that look like? 
So, so first of all, uh, what we want to achieve definitely is yep. to bring this solution to the market uh, yep. as widely as possible. It's yep. the first thing. And the second thing is that TF is as this is a research comp- uh, company and we are working also in other alternative protein topics uh, uh, like fermentation and presi- like biomass fermentation and precision fermentation. So part of the money would be going into next development to build technologies more advanced so, and even more beneficial. So um, I think these are some of the things that... Um, you know, this is incredible. You know what? Thank you so much. We're coming to an end of the podcast. Thank you so much for sharing for sharing your story and sharing about TF Tuck. And the congratulations. This is a big, this is a complete game changer in the world today. And I think if I'm correct, uh, it has to get done for sustainability purposes, for and, and for the consumer demand for protein. I mean, as am I right? As the population grows, there's just not going to be enough protein around to feed the public. And, and there's sustainability, climate. There's a whole bunch of array of that thing that you, you're solving. So congratulations for everything you're doing, and uh, and keep the taste going uh, because like I admit it, I'm a taste guy. You know, we all are. We're human beings, right? We're taste buds, right? If it don't taste good, well, you, it's not happening. It's not happening. That's so, the most important thing. Yeah. Before we end, is there anything else, uh, really that that you wanted to, you wanted to share? That I didn't ask that perhaps you wanted to share with the audience. Anything else before we before we close? Uh, I I think that there is so much so interesting going on in this field, and um, and it's very hard even to predict what will our plate yeah. look like in ten years. Which are the technologies that? turn out to be the most successful and uh, so I'm just uh, very much waiting to see the future and how this protein transition and uh, moving into more sustainable solutions and circularity and uh, how it all will turn out and uh, how our lives will be in in the future. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast and thank you to you and your team for everything you're doing and as XPRIZE says, Thank you for helping feed the next billion because that's what it's all about. And I wish you much success in, in the finalists in the next, because there's another part of the journey. I wish you much success uh, and to you and your team and good luck in the finalists in the finalist competition. And I wish you all the best and all good. All good. All righty. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Bye everybody. We'll get you next time on the podcast.